Hey everyone, Chase here from Beyond the Real Star Wars podcast, coming at you with a little bit of bonus material this week. Um, what you're about to hear is going to be uh, an interview that I did with Calvin Peterson, a lifelong Lego fan and Star Wars fan. Uh, we sat down a couple months ago, this was back in October, um, and discussed his love for Lego and his love for Star Wars, and finally got around to actually editing that video and putting it out on YouTube, so I thought I'd make an audio version for the podcast as well. You can check out the video that we did, and you can see the Lego that we built uh, on YouTube at Beyond the Real Pod, uh, or if you want to just listen to the, the whole thing, it's a couple-hour interview here that we've got uh, for the full content here on the podcast, so enjoy. Shall we punch it? Punch it! Punch it! Punch it! Punch it! No, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Chase Kaler here with Star Wars Beyond the Real, uh, and I'm joined here with Calvin Peterson, a fellow Star Wars fan, maybe not as crazy as I am about Star Wars. I don't know if anybody is as crazy, but well, well, there I'm are, sure there are a few. I'm sure, people, I'm sure a lot of the viewers, <laughs> if we have any viewers, uh, are way more crazy than I am about Star Wars, sure. which is good. Um, but your forte is more in the realm of Legos, isn't it? So, mm -hmm. Calvin is a big Lego fan. Starting, did you tell me once it started with Star Wars, or where did that kind of start? I know you've got other fandoms that you like to collect more for Legos, but yeah, that's a good question. Um, my first set I got was probably like four, and it was actually Cowboys and Native Americans. There we go. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't but... called Cowboys and Native Americans <laughs> no. back in '90. Whatever. We're on the internet, so we have to make this appropriate. <laughs> um, but no, I think I really started with Star Wars Lego though. Yeah. Um, and they came out like what 1999. 99. And so I think I got yeah. my first set then. Do you remember what it is? It's the it's the Darth Vader Tie Fighter, and I think it's a Y wing. Oh, cool. Set, so, is it yeah. like the mini ones where the minifig isn't to scale, or is it... It's to scale. Okay. Like it's, it's pretty decent sized. The Y-Wing's probably about maybe a little bit smaller than that. Okay. He's referencing the Y-Wing I have here. I have a, in my collection, it's hard to see, but a little um, Star Wars uh, hangar bay of the different Rebellion ships uh, and droids and things. So there's the Y-Wing I got uh, that I'm loving. This was... Uh, well, you know more about it than I do. What's what's that line that this came out on? Is it uh, it's like the black box? It seemed more for adults than it did for kids, really. It's that Mike or that uh, the big ultimate, Millennium Falcon. Is it the ultimate? ultimate is that what's called? Okay, ultimate collector series. Okay. Yeah. Ultimate or collector UCS, series. If you're UCS. a Lego nerd, <laughs> yeah. see this guy knows everything. So. Um, cool. Well, the reason we are here today is because, as you probably all know, Triple Force Friday. Uh, was just uh, a couple weeks ago, and Calvin and I thought we would splurge a little and buy ourselves a couple of Star Wars Lego sets. Um, you got, uh, remind me again, what was the uh, castle, right? Yeah, so I bought Darth Vader's castle. Um, it was on like promotion, so I got 30 bucks off. That's awesome. And That's then, hard to find at Lego, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to find at Lego. And then I also got a free um, collector's, just 20th anniversary edition, mini Endor set. Oh, that's awesome. As a promo. So, yeah, Did it have... The 20th anniversary, that has the original figs, right? With the yellow uh, instead of the... Because now it's kind of a cream-colored you know, skin tone, right? And they have the yellow ones on the on the new set. Yeah, so this that. one, um, being a promo, it didn't come with any mini figs. It's just like the little landscape, I guess. There's oh, okay. like a little bunker and little ATSTs. Gotcha. So it's pretty cool. That I'll sounds cool. For next time. Well, but yeah. let's get right down into it. What we're doing today, we are going to be doing a 
build of the new Star Wars Mandalorian uh, ATST Raider, I believe is what they're calling this. I don't know if that says that anywhere on the package. This is Star yep, Wars. right oh. there. Oh, right there. Okay. Yeah. See, he knows how to read. Uh, <laughs> I know. Boxes I know where the, the <laughs> a lot better than I do. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's start this. Let's open it up. Start building okay. it, and uh, we'll keep the conversation. I got to be honest. The real reason I wanted to get this guy is for that right there. The uh, Mandalorian minifig. I think that's gonna be awesome. So, let's pop her open and see how it goes. Yeah, I'm gonna let you do it since okay. you're like the proper. With, with the huge. Knife. You're you're one of those guys who like keeps the box, right? I you, do keep you the like box. Hold, yeah. Keep it in the best condition possible. Yes. See, I'm a terrible collector, uh, Lego wise. I do that with some of my other you know, like action figures for sure. I'll keep in uh, the thing. I need one of these. You need one of the, <laughs> from, from my other sets. That's the official <laughs> Lego opening knife uh, sponsored by Lego. So. <laughs> awesome. No, I, I use this knife as a joke uh, for the unboxing video I just did on the new uh, Luke Skywalker um, Rebel X-Wing helmet. And uh, it proved to be a lot harder than I was expecting to try to open this up. So that was pretty funny. Awesome. Um, okay. Well, there cool. it is. Let's get the box out of the way there. Get some plenty of space. Um, I think the way we should probably do this is we'll just go kind of like pack at a time. So we'll have you start with a pack. Uh, start building it and we'll kind of keep the conversation going and then I'll do a pack and we'll just switch back and forth. Okay. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Sweet. All right. So pack one, what is that? Okay, right here. All right, Calvin, I'm sure you're the type of person that has a I, I process. I think you might want to start with the first pack though because so, you get to build the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. So, well, all right. All right. Go ahead and do that. I'll, I'll tell you what. Why don't I do the Mando while you do the the ship okay that it sounds just, good uh, works for me do you okay you, you you've got a process I'm, I'm guessing right what do you do you just dump them all out you just go for it what's I, your i dump them all out okay. and go for it yeah oh <laughs> i think we just lost mandalorian's head i think we did and i noticed here he is a faceless man it's uh, quite interesting to me. Let's see if we get this on the zoom camera as well. Uh, <laughs> they've been very mysterious um, about his identity through this entire process, which is interesting. We know it's Pedro Pascal. We've yet to see his face. We've very little, or very little bit have heard his voice, but not very much. Um, and we we have really no idea what he's going to look like in the show. So I'm kind of excited for that. Interesting they didn't put his face on here, but we'll see in the show, mystery. I guess. Right. Some people still think that he's Boba Fett, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, and that's a good point because normally, like when there's a black head, there's like a hole or a slit in the helmet. Right. But this one is just painted black. Oh, that's interesting. So they really are just trying to keep it a mystery. Yeah, let's show that to the zoom here if we can get that in frame. Yeah, you've got no, no slit in it, just an actual painted black visor on the T visor. That's very odd. Which, not that that would really, you know, add to the mystery, because having, oh, having the black face and the black slit really is the same, um, same end result. And I dropped the right. head again. <laughs> I don't know if I'm That's always the danger with Legos, is that 
you might drop one and lose it forever. Yeah. So not a lot of pieces to go with this guy, which is good. I love I love new Legos. I have some older sets that I was building yesterday, and they're like scraped up and. These ones are just like pristine. The oh, are you talking about the actual bricks themselves? Yeah, because you know they just like rattle in the box or wherever they are. But these ones are just brand new. Oh, there it is under the table. Okay. So, tell me just a little bit about your Star Wars collecting story and kind of. I mean, or not your Star Wars collecting story, your Lego collecting story. I apologize. Um, you've uh, kind of mentioned a little bit how it started at a young age, um, but I'm just curious, like, what your big passion is or, like, where you think it came from. Um, talk about maybe your favorite, you know, era or set. Um, I know you're a big Harry Potter fan, so you maybe uh, touch on that a little bit. But, yeah, yeah kind of sure. talk about your, your passion a little bit. Uh, that's a really good question. I think my Lego passion kind of was fueled by a lot of different things. Um, but I just love to build things, first of all. I've always loved building things. Um, when I was a kid, I built a treehouse. Like, a massively huge treehouse with my grandpa. And um, I just kind of always loved building. And so... Keep going. Yeah, you're good. Uh, so Legos are really, you know, the perfect sort of... Um, medium for building, I guess. Yeah. Because they're small, so I mean, you could build something that would, in real life would be huge, would cost a lot, but you can build it in mini scale <laughs> <laughs> and save a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and there's just such a big variety. Uh, if Legos come out with so many different colors, you can really make like anything you want. Um, one of the things I think is really cool about Lego is, you know, there are a limited number of like brick types. Um, but you can build like anything with those brick types yeah. and, and Lego finds really cool and clever ways to utilize bricks. And so a lot of times I'm just building a set. I'm just like, this is so clever how they did this. I just kind of admire it. So that's, that's the fun thing for me too, that I've really enjoyed. Like I, I haven't been super into Legos. Like I had them as a kid. Um, I've got more into them just kind of through my friendship with you because you have a strong passion for it and yeah. it kind of, kind of re-sparked my interest in them. Um, you know, I'd go over to your house and you'd show me your Hogwarts castle or your um, uh, Disney castle. You've got a bunch you, of... You help build the Stranger Things I set. I help you build yeah. the Stranger Things set. And it's cool, all the little detail that you wouldn't see in, you know, really any other toy. Um, yeah. the, see how kind of the mechanics work. And as you build it, you get to see how this thing is coming together. Very different from just having a very detailed... Um, you know, model or, or action figure. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. You can do that. It's it's more fascinating as an adult to see how it's put together than it is just playing with something cool and fun. <laughs> and the cool thing about Lego too is they really think about the building experience. Yeah. Um, I know with the, probably my favorite set right now is the, the really massive Harry Potter castle I have. Yeah. And it's like 6,000 pieces. It's crazy. It's huge. How long did that take you? Um, like 15 hours or something. <laughs> Really long, and I was going quick too. Did you do it all at once, like try to, or did you break it up like two hours here? Three I, hours I did there? like three bags a day. Okay. Yeah, I think there were like thirty-eight bags or something. Wow. But I just wanted to like 
dragging out. Cause so some guys spend really... their Sundays playing video games all day. Some guys, you know, will build, build Lego Lego castle. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched a video that the the designer did, and he talked about how with the Hogwarts castle, like he wanted it to start like your like Harry's journey to Hogwarts. Okay. So you start by building like the boathouse where Harry arrives, then you like build the great hall and then you build like different areas so this is as so. you're building it this is they don't jump around this is yeah, you so go through like, the story you, you kind of go through the story as you build it so that's awesome. i think lego does a really great job with the building experience too that, that is great my my dream set right now is the the ucs millennium falcon it's 800 dollars, so that's probably gonna have to be a little so bit but that's the one um that came out a couple years ago right yeah. Okay. I remember you sending me a text with a picture of it at the Lego store you went to. It's huge. And it's how many pieces? Uh, it's seven thousand five hundred and forty-one. Wow. It's a lot. It's a. It's like a week's worth of your time. To Literally. Put that together. Yeah. That's but I, to me, that's like a super fun thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's um, like your dream hobby to <laughs> yeah, put that together. That would be sweet. I saw one um, Target today actually. Uh, it was a. I think it was the new Millennium Falcon. They just come out with uh-huh. the new run. Yeah. And that one seems pretty cool. It's, what, 150? Yeah. So that's just a much more scaled-down version. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think it's it's still pretty good size, but it's nowhere near the other one. Yeah. The other one's, like, as big as a table. So that's the other thing is I can't buy right now because I don't have room for it in my right. apartment. But Yeah, that's, uh, that's the big thing with collecting is even if you have the money for it, nobody ever has the space for things. Yep. That's <laughs> as true. you can see in my office, I'm getting yeah, super I... cramped. <laughs> I... Today, my wife was like, hey, there's a, a Funko on sale at Hot Topic, and I have a coupon. Let's go grab one. And I was like, I, I literally can't fit one more Funko, you know, without just cramming it somewhere. If I want it to look like a display, it just would all come crashing down. Yeah, so I had to pass sure. up on a Funko. So You just need, like, a, a storage room, mm-hmm. and then someday you can display it somewhere else. So uh, one thing I'm interested in with Legos... Um, and Star Wars Legos especially because mm-hmm. Star Wars, I think, and Lego have something very in common as far as um, something that we can really enjoy as a kid but then can really grow into a passion as an adult. Yeah. Um, and I think Lego and Star Wars go hand in hand, just like Harry Potter, where it's these things that we can love at any age um, and each time they redo uh, or make a new movie, TV show, new Harry Potter book, whatever it is, a new generation can come in and you know learn to love both Lego and whatever property they're promoting. Yeah, for um, sure. I know for me, you know, Star Wars has been a big inspiration, like, in my career. Like, I um, want to be a filmmaker. I'm going to film school. That's kind of my passion. Uh, and that was very much driven through Star Wars. Um, I'm just curious what your take is on Lego, like, if it has had any impact as to what you want to do with your life. Um, I know you are Oops. in the PR business. Um, are you still in the PR business? I'm not. You're not. I, okay. I work. I work on a sales team now. You work yeah. sales. Okay. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, do you think kids growing up on Legos is this? You know, do you think it inspires a lot of people to become engineers um, or uh, toy makers or things like that? Has it inspired you to do anything similar? Um. Yeah. You know, I think my dream job right now is actually to work for Lego. Yeah. Um. I have done sort of PR and marketing in the back in my background, and so kind of consider doing marketing for lego yeah so i might have to move to denmark where lego's based out of <laughs> they don't I have think... any uh, uh u.s offices well to... maybe but yeah. <laughs> denmark would be pretty fun too that would so. be yeah um, but yeah i think it totally inspires people to build and create 
um, you know, kids and adults. And so I think you were saying what you're saying was true, that it's sort of a universal toy for everybody. Yeah. Well, and it's it's interesting how um, I feel people evolve as they play with these. Because, um, you know, I <laughs> one of the reasons I texted you is because I bought a new Lego and I was like, I want to go play Legos. I'm going to get Calvin over. Yeah. But uh, maybe it's more responsible if I make a video out of it and I make it seem like uh, <laughs> right. get an excuse to buy it so I don't sure. just tell my wife I'm going to go play Legos with Calvin. <laughs> She'd probably be okay. Yeah, she would be. She'd want to join. Um, but uh, it, it's interesting how um, the, the passion will um, evolve over time. So like as a kid, I would buy the really fun ones. Um, let's see, it was probably early 2000s. Is that when the Ninjagos came out? Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I remember having the Ninjagos, um, some of the knights in the castles, the ones I really I had a enjoyed. Nice set too. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, the first one didn't have like a yellow castle or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. My uncle has that. Set. Does he really? I keep that's, trying that's to probably convince him worth to something. give it to me. Yeah. Oh, it's worth. It's worth quite a amount. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and these things hold value, which is great. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. When when I was a kid, I would build um, kind of like this underwater submarine one. I really loved. I would build them, play with them for a little bit, and then I would just take them all apart again and have a big bucket of Legos. And then I would just mix and match everything, like make my own versions of Star Wars ships because I didn't really buy the Star Wars ones because I didn't have enough money to grab all those ones. Right. I didn't have the cheaper ones. Um, and I would make my own X-wing and and Tie fighter and all that just with the pieces that I had from other kits, kind of kit bashing. Now as an adult, seeing that kind of mortifies me. <laughs> like it's super fun as a kid, but now I'm like, I want to make it exactly the way the instructions tell me. I want to put it on display. I want it to to look like that creation because that's what I'm here for is to make something that'll just look cool in my house. Right. Do you kind of feel the same way? Did you do have the same journey or? Yeah, I think it's actually like exactly the same because when I was a kid, I also had the big bucket of Legos yeah. and like I would make my own creations and actually I even sent in a couple to Lego. Oh really? Um, into the magazine and I never got in, but as a kid we had this huge blue box full of Legos and we would just dump it out and all across the living room floor and yeah. we just spend a weekend making whatever we wanted and that room is out of commission for that whatever time it is unless you want bloody feet <laughs> yeah 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 christmas break my mom would walk upstairs and be like are you kidding me like i can't even walk up in here because the playroom is just covered with yep. legos everywhere which was awesome oh yeah it was absolutely. so much fun so much fun to wake up and have a new a new lego project to do um and I, I'd even, like I said, I would even submit them to Lego and the magazine and hope to get in. Yeah. I never did, but... It's sad. But now as an adult, it's like, I just want to build it exactly how the instructions say. Right. And I, like, want it to be perfect, and I want it for display. Um, so it's definitely a different mentality. But the funny thing is, sometimes when I build Legos with my wife, and like we're doing something like this and I'm taking a turn and she's not doing anything. Right. She'll just take the pieces I'm not using and she'll make her own little things. Oh, really? <laughs> and awesome. I'll say to her, hey, maybe we should just buy a bunch of random Legos so we can just yeah. build things for fun. She's like, oh, no, we've got to build what the instructions say. <laughs> well, and we've done, you know, like double dates where we, you know, get together with our wives and we each will build a set. And that's yeah. just kind of a fun, you know, Lego hangout. Um but it might be a fun idea one time to do that just to get like a random set and then have maybe like 
even like a little competition, right? Like who could yeah. build the most interesting thing out of the Legos they're given. That could be a interesting thing. To that do would be so fun. Just adds a little, not that there's not creativity in doing Legos this way. Cause I still think there is. Um, but I think it adds a little bit more to it. You can and the off. cool, yeah, totally. And the yeah. cool thing is you can, um, like one of the Harry Potter Legos I was building recently, I was like, I really don't like the way that it, they designed this. Mm. And so I thought, okay, how can I change it and order the parts I want to change it? Yeah. So that's the great thing about Lego too, is, you know, even if Lego designs an awesome set, you can modify it and make it better or to your liking. Mm -hmm. So that's cool too. Well, and I've seen um, people like online that do, um, like for example, one guy did uh, Han Solo's blaster, right? And they'll do their own builds and then they'll like sell the blueprints or like give yeah. people you know, or the certain parts they need like on Etsy and things. Have you ever thought about doing one of those kits or do you just stick brand only? Um, so I did, I did think about it for the massive Harry Potter castle I talked about. Yeah. It has about half the actual castle like model that they use in the movie. Right. The other half would require like another 6,000 bricks or something. Wow. But somebody actually built it and it looks amazing and they also have the plans for it. So that's something I might want to do, but I also have to buy those bricks and that's, yeah. that's expensive. That's, that can get, well, and they're quality little bricks. I mean, that you think how expensive they are and they seem kind of pricey for a, a children's toy, but Really, I mean, these things are solid. Like, they don't ABS go anywhere. ABS plastic, they last forever. Yeah, and they, they don't depreciate in value, I've noticed much either, you know? No, there was an article that came out about a year ago, and it said that Legos hold value more than gold. Really? And more so, than gold? That's, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good investment. Yeah. You're just going to start burying them underground someday. I wanted to point this out if the camera can... Do you think the camera can see it? What so this you? is a little paint roller, oh, but yeah. we're using it to be some sort of, like, electrical wiring. Oh, interesting. And it just, it's super clever. Like I was saying before, it's just, you know, there's this only a limited amount of Lego, uh, like, styles they've made, but you can use them for so many different things. Well, and I think you've told me in the past that when Lego has to, they'll make a new piece, but they try to refrain from that as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, they do. Which I thought was interesting. I mean, for example, here on The Mandalorian, obviously they have to make a new helmet, right? Because they yeah. don't have this helmet previously it's not the same one as the boba fett i don't think well actually you know maybe it is because it does have a little hole where you'd be able to put a rangefinder. it might be it do might you have, be the do same you have a little... i don't have a boba fett sadly i've got a lot of other little ones um but uh yeah no no boba fett um but even like the rifle is just a configuration of other pieces which will make the rifle here when you're done um instead of making a new rifle that they're going to put on to it. And they still use the same blaster they use in almost every other Lego rather than trying to make something different. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool. That's awesome. Plus it makes it easier stick to replace to pieces. Yeah, stick to their guns. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lego sticks to their guns. I like that. So Calvin is probably the greatest sticker placer in all of Lego history that I know of. Every time I do it, it looks like some horrible crooked like somebody put on a temporary tattoo while they were drunk type of <laughs> sticker placement so i'm gonna have him do all the stickers even when it's my turn to build it does give me a little anxiety yeah because sometimes i don't get it quite perfect but i have gotten pretty dang good at it yeah i'd say it's pretty centered so that's a cool little piece. Yeah. I was just saying, the, the design on that looked like little pumpkins for a second, so I was curious what they are. They're just like little rings, but... Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. 
I'm uh, I'm stoked to see what this thing um, becomes, you know, or what this is used for in the television show, because really it's just an ATST, which I have never built in Lego before, which is why I bought this. I was really tempted um, when Triple Force Friday came out to buy their ATST um, model they had, or it was like the one that works with the toys rather than the Lego because I like my display stuff to look a little bit more realistic. And sometimes the Lego, you know, it looks like a Lego, but I'm starting to get a little bit more into it on the ones that look cool, like the, the ships or the buildings. I don't do a lot of like the scenes cause they don't really look as real. Right. Um, but I bought this one because I have the Hasbro uh, three and three quarter inch scale ATST that they came out with um, a couple years ago. And all they did with this one is just do a different paint job, and I think they put like a little piece of fabric around the leg or something. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's like I, it's I already have that. Yeah, thing. I don't. I don't need you to buy it again. You could just modify yourself. Right, and this is going to be a similar size. It's going to look similar on display, but it's the Lego rendition of it. Yeah. They did the same thing with the the, the shock trooper helmet that they released. So. And so far, this, as to my knowledge, this is the only one they have for the Mandalorian. I think so. Yeah, I think so. this is the first and only. Uh, which I'm sure is going to have some value if this show takes off the way that we're right. all expecting it to. For sure. So that's definitely cool to have that. That's uh, that's pretty much all I bought on Triple Force Friday was the Mandalorian stuff. Because, you know, I, I liked the Rays and the Kylos, but I have Rays and I have Kylos. And their costumes aren't all that different. Um, you know, and I have a, a video on my channel about why that possibly is, uh, which is I think is really interesting. But It's a good video. Did you watch that one? I, I've yeah. seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Mandalorian is really exciting to me because it's all new stuff. I mean, I shouldn't say all new stuff because they're using a lot of stuff we've already seen in universe for this. Um, uh, people like to say, especially like my one of my favorite podcasts is the Force Center, and uh, Joseph Scrimshaw and um, Ken Knapsack always talk about how uh, Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau just kind of dumped out dumped out their Star Wars figures and started making a TV show with them, which I think is kind of fun. Um, but it's new as far as like we don't have these characters as toys yet. We don't know what's gonna happen really at all. Right. Um, you know, we're doing new things with familiar styles. Where as in with Episode Nine, it's gonna be new, but we've got Ray figures, we've got Kylo figures, we've got Poe figures. <laughs> this is all new stuff. So. You can uh, see how similar. We are here with the. Oh, get that in there. Nice. And the great thing about Lego is they give you a bunch of extra pieces. Yeah. So that's the end of bag one. Oh, we got to make that rifle then. Oh, okay. Is that what all these extra that's what those are for? pieces are for? Gotcha. Interesting. They didn't do anything for a backstock, because um, oh, the gun has come off. But as you can see. In his rifle, he's got that big, interesting piece on the back that's yeah, stuck that's there. Pretty, that is a pretty unique characteristic so piece. I find it odd that they didn't add that into the design, but here we go. He's got a gun that's taller than he is. The Mandalorian can't hold his gun up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, bag two time. Bag Let's two. Do it. Um, so earlier you were saying something, or you were asking me a question, and I cut you off while we were setting up the camera. What was it you were saying? Oh, um, so the, the Triple Force Friday set I got was Darth Vader's castle. That's right. And um, I, 
it's the first set I've bought for a long time that was Star Wars themed. And the older Darth Vader, like his helmet is just all one piece that comes off. Um, but the newer Darth Vader sort of has that that bottom piece oh, okay. separate. It's got the, ch the uh, neck piece and the chin, yeah. Yeah, and the helmet kind of just fits right into that. Really? It's really cool. That sounds so. awesome. I, I love, one of my favorite um, just visuals in Star Wars is Return of the Jedi, which is my favorite movie. Uh, Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader with his helmet coming off. It's probably hard to see in this shot, but I've got a whole cube in my uh, Ikea cabinet um, dedicated to that. Uh, one of those things I actually purchased from you from your childhood. Yeah, that I, movie, I recognize that doll. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love that about it. That's why I was so happy when they came out with that Black Series version of that helmet because just the way that helmet is designed to come off in three pieces was so cool. Because it, it was cool in the first Star Wars seeing it, but seeing it you know, come apart in the next two just added so much more to the design there. So a kind of mystery too. Yeah. So that's that's in the Vader's castle that his does that, huh? Yeah, and I think all the new sets that include Darth Vader ha have that yeah. same setup. It's really cool. Which makes total sense because that's that's where he would is. take off his his helmet, right? Yeah. That's where you wouldn't necessarily see that on you know if you were building a set with Yavin Four. Right. Um, or not Yavin 4, well, I guess Yavin 4, but uh, uh, Tantive 4 is what I meant to say. All right, let's see if we can right. get this into frame here. Yeah, I'll have to I'll to show you because it has his little, like, meditation chamber thing. Oh, little loose pieces. Pretty cool. I'm excited to check that out. So Calvin has probably my favorite... Or do you want to make card, Dune, when we do sure. this? Sure. Yeah. Hers is pretty self-explanatory. It's just one of these little, like, lightsaber hilt thingies on the rifle. So, for her weapon. Okay. Um, yeah, Calvin has what, in my opinion, is my most um, coveted Lego uh, set in the world, and that is the Ghost from Rebels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is an awesome set. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying Calvin like I'm explaining that to you. I should say you do. You're, it yes. sounds weird to refer to you in the third person, but yeah, you you've got that set. I remember when um, you definitely got me hooked on Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I introduced you, you to did. the series, and I was like, I have to see if the, yeah. they have Lego uh, yeah. Lego sets. And of I'm this. so glad they have the Ghost because that is the Ghost is one of my favorite characters from that yeah. show you know and it's definitely the Millennium falcon of right. rebels but yeah. to me and i i love the falcon so people are going to probably throw shade at me for saying this but to me i think the ghost makes a better character than the millennium falcon just because it's the home to this family yeah. you know we don't really see that with the millennium falcon millennium falcon's great because it's it's the escape it's the escape vehicle. it's the platform yeah. for the adventure but we don't see really it as a home the same way we do in rebels so yeah, that's, that's a really cool. good point. Make sure I'm in the camera. Yeah, that's there a sweet Lego. One. I was actually thinking about rebuilding it the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm taking it apart. Now I'm on the Star Wars Lego kick. I'm like, oh, I've got to yeah. rebuild the ghost. Okay, so tell me everything you have, like starting from, if you can remember the order. Of the Star Wars awesome. Legos? Yeah. If not, just to see if you can remember what you Let's have see. in your inventory. So I don't have a ton of Star Wars Legos. I definitely want more now. Yeah. Um, but I have the, the one I mentioned. It's one of the original sets. 
comes with Darth Vader's TIE Fighter and then a Y-Wing. Right. Uh, sort of packaged together. And then I have, it's actually made with Lego Technic um, pieces, but it's a Darth Vader like. Oh. Is that the one that you figure? you would like program, right? It was uh, the... You don't program this one. Oh. It's just, geez, I wish I had a picture to show you, but it has like this I little knob in the back too. and you can like move his arm up and down. Okay, so it's more lightsaber. mechanical than it is. Yeah, it's more mechanical, okay. sort of bionicle-esque. Okay. But it's about this tall. It's pretty big. And it's that's one of my favorite ones, too. And then I have um, the Endor promo set I talked about and the Darth Vader's castle. And then I have a couple, like, little mini sets. So they had just, like, little scenes from the Death Star. Hmm. Um, also, like, really old sets, but I have those. And then I have the, the ghost from Star Wars Rebels. So that's basically my Star Wars collection. At this point, it's mostly Harry Potter Legos. Yeah. And I have, like, 60 sets of those. Um, and then some other random ones like 60 so you have as of right now you have every Harry Potter not not quite I'm still missing like maybe seven or eight and are they new ones or are they old ones um so the the Harry Potter ones yeah they're from like the beginning till now okay so you just kind of scattered the ones that you're missing yeah okay so because the ones I'm missing are like the more rare and expensive ones from like a couple of years ago? Yeah. Because I noticed, I mean, we've only been friends for five years now? Mm-hmm. Five or six. Yeah, something like that. Um, and it seems to me that every time they've come out with a new Harry Potter Lego, you have purchased it. Yes, so that's you, true. You, you're up to date on the last five years. <laughs> yeah. it's, it was this back in high school and stuff when you didn't get these other ones? Yeah, so when they first came out... Um, I was a kid. Yeah. And so I depended upon my parents to buy them. For right. <laughs> my grandparents, like Christmases and birthdays and stuff. Was that and your so go-to gift for every... It was. Yeah. And it still is. Still is, yeah. <laughs> it still is. <laughs> Makes it really easy for my family. Yeah. Um, but they didn't buy me all the sets. And so when I grew up, I was like, okay, I want to start collecting all of them now. But yeah. I'm missing a bunch. So my mother-in-law actually gave me a really big box full of um, a lot of old... Uh, Harry Potter says that they had um, a ton of pieces were missing so I like spent months looking for pieces to, to replace them um, but that kind of like jump started my my Lego passion again and I was like I need to collect all the sets so I buy them on eBay um, there's a used Lego store here in town and I go to there and see what oh, I can the find bricks and minifigs, bricks and minifigs yeah, yeah. they're great they are great um, so would I mean you kind of talked about this a little bit but um with me, with, with Star Wars collecting, you kind of have to <laughs> stick to one thing, right? Like, you can't, co- I mean, you can. If you're Steve Sansweet, you can collect everything Star Wars, right? And you can have a museum, and you can show people, and it's awesome. Steve Sansweet's like the ultimate Star Wars fan. But you can't collect everything. I mean, you can try. <laughs> but if you're like us, you don't have a huge budget. Right. Do you just try to stick to one thing and then you kind of veer off uh, accidentally or how do you go about it? Are you looking to complete Harry Potter and then are you when you complete it, are you going to just kind of pump the brakes or are you going to move on to a different fandom? Like what's your... Yeah, I think that I definitely want to complete my Harry Potter collection. Yeah. So however long it takes, I'm patient. I'm going to save up um, so I can complete that that collection. Um, but for me, it's really those kind of uh, exclusive sets, the unique ones um, that really capture my attention. Like this year, they came out with a Jurassic Park set. Oh, really? It has like a, a massive T-Rex 
that you can like move around and it's... you make the t-rex out of lego yeah it's oh, awesome cool. um they came out with a friend set stranger things so you got the, the friends one right i got the friend okay. and the stranger and things. i helped you build yep. the stranger yep. things one yeah so i definitely like those sort of unique um special edition sets that kind of highlight the other fandoms i like too right so and you and so you pretty much stick with the fandom right you don't do um like the ninjago or the yeah mostly just the other lines my favorite ips i guess licensed ips that's awesome yeah and you do a lot of disney too right because that's another you're a big fan of of disney you and your wife both are yep um so i have the disney castle lego set and then they came out with a, a blind bag um, minifig line this year and i got all the, the minifigs for that so those blind bags are kind of cool i that's they're really cool that's kind of my thing with star wars that i've become or um with not star wars but with legos that i've become more intrigued with is the minifigs um which again like i said the having the cara dune and the uh mandalorian that was kind of my big draw to buying this yeah just because it's just another way of getting a figure of your favorite character, so. And those are, I think that's definitely the most like valuable part about Lego sets. Yeah. It's definitely the minifigs. So she actually has the same hairpiece that the Monica, and the friend set has. Oh yeah, I can kind of so, see that. Because I was really looking fun. at your pictures on Instagram, um, which yeah. is another thing. I mean, we'll talk about that again at the end. But Calvin has a great um, Instagram where he kind of shows off all of his collections and he does little photos. Because uh, you, you've kind of always had a little bit of a passion for t- photography, haven't you? Yeah, I really love photography. Um, I haven't ever gone into like taking wedding pictures or anything, but, right. but I definitely love to take pictures. So it's kind of a fun way to combine my photography passion with my Lego passion. So it's called Built by Calvin. Uh, so follow me if you like, and that'd be awesome to see all the new sets I can. Okay, post. so here's where I'm bad at Legos. I think I missed a crucial oh nope I'm just backwards (laughs) there we go that's where that goes so I'm guessing this is the sort of like head piece that's what I'm thinking too these are kind of the the main cabin yeah choo 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 that's (laughs) fun Um, that's really cool so kind of you were talking about a little bit your childhood and you know um different kits that you might have missed did you have a stage where you just kind of stopped building because of the coolness factor did you like personally i've always loved star wars um but you know as a kid everyone really loved star wars but then as i kind of grew up into a a teenager i stopped you know i didn't collect anything i didn't really care i went and saw the movies and they came out but i was just like kind of too cool for star wars so when i kind of came out i guess again and started doing all this collecting and really getting into it a lot of my friends from high school were surprised like where did this come from you weren't <laughs> such a nerd back in high school did you kind of do something similar or did you just always keep your passion for legos um going no i think i definitely did something similar you know around high school and stuff you get busy with friends yeah uh homework and it's just like you don't have quite as much time for your passions um, are quite as much money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you get older and you're like, okay, like I want to get back to the things I really love and I want to make time for this now. And so I think I've definitely done that now too. So it's cool. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think with everything, it just kind of like you're more into things at certain points, and then kind of fades away a little bit. But yeah, but yeah, that's cool. I'm sure your Star Wars passion will never go away, though. <laughs> no, not, not at this point. Um, it really seemed like an awful waste of money if that, if that That's happened. true. So, um, yeah, I uh, it started it started to just get bigger and bigger. Now it's it's where it's crazy. Like I thought, you know, maybe I was just at, like when I started really getting into it, really collecting, um, was actually just a couple of years before. Um, Disney purchased Lucasfilm mm-hmm. uh, and it was just kind of like right after high school and when I started to like move out on my own I had a girlfriend so I didn't really worry about how nerdy I looked because she didn't care she was a Star Wars fan um, and so I really just started diving in and uh, I thought I had missed the boat right because the only thing coming out was Star Wars um, Clone Wars which I loved right. but I was like this this is it like I've you know, they're not making hardly any toys anymore. Like, there's nothing. Like, I completely missed the boat on Star Wars, and it was really frustrating. And then Lucasfilm purchased, or uh, Disney purchased Lucasfilm, and everything was kind of re-sparked. So that was quite awesome for me to see that happen. Um, Disney's good at pushing products. <laughs> yeah, they, they really are good at pushing products. Uh, so I kind of got into it a little bit more at that point. Got really excited. Um and then I got married, life got really busy, and I never really got into the collecting. And then for some reason, I don't even know what it was, um, but it was right around when Rogue One came out. I started really getting into products, really getting into collecting, um, and I just kind of went full-fledged. And then like ever since then, that's like where my mind is most of the time, is in the Star Wars universe. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just wasting time up there. And, uh <laughs> Uh, you know, I started you, you buying never a lot more. That, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know, all this stuff I didn't have a couple of years ago, like because I didn't have a space for it. Now I have my own office where I can put it all. And uh, I don't think it is going to go away anytime soon because it's just getting better and better. I mean, I listen to Star Wars podcasts all the time. I'm now doing this channel. I want to. I want better products. Right. I want to talk about Star Wars. I want to do Star Wars all the time, every day. So <laughs> I think I'm just going to do that. Sounds good to me. So was there like a particular item that you first got that kind of sparked the collection? So the collection is an interesting story because I still have some stuff that I had when I was like a kid. Like some of these figures I've got, I had as a kid, like that Luke Skywalker there. Yeah. Um, my favorite one is a Bib Fortuna. Uh, a lot of cool stuff that I had left over from the Power of the Force 2 line. Um, and a lot that I've retracked down and purchased again. But um, kind of what happened is when I really started to feel the Star Wars bug, I didn't have any money. And so I dug through my parents' storage and found everything I had and then just displayed what I had. And then whatever, um, I started buying like a couple more figures to kind of finish out some collections. Uh, I was working at Taco Bell at the time. So whatever Taco Bell money I could scrape together to do that, <laughs> I did. Oh, um, that's awesome. And then... Um, I uh, would like go to thrift shops and just buy cheap things that were cool that people just didn't want anymore but um, the actual collecting part where I was like worried about the display and stuff was after I got married and I really kind of settled in and I was like this is something I'm going to want for a long time and I've 
been lucky enough to marry somebody who is okay with my crazy obsession. Supportive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Supportive is an interesting word. It might just be okay with... No, <laughs> no, she is supportive. Like I said the other day, or today, she was like, oh, let's let's buy Funko because they're on sale. I just... Uh, I had to say no because I have no room for it. But um, I don't know where I was going with that rant. But That's good. It, it didn't really start with anything in particular. They just all started coming together. So I guess it started out with whatever was cheap. And then now it's like, not so much whatever's cheap, but whatever I really want. Like yeah. this Triple Force Friday, I got the Mandalorian. Cause, and I got two of them. I've got one that I unboxed, and then I've got the carbonized edition, which I kept in the box. Nice. Um, I always buy something if I'm going to a convention that uh, there's going to be a, a famous person there, like Freddie Prince Jr. Um, I love Freddie Prince Jr. He's and awesome. He just had that crazy rant everyone's talking about on YouTube. I personally loved it because I think it was a good awakening for some fans. Um but I got him to sign like a Kanan Jarrus, which I like Kanan and I love Rebels, but I don't think I would have ever gotten a Black Series Kanan unless he was coming to Salt Lake. And I was like, oh, I got to get that signature. So I bought that. And then now it's just like certain lines that I have to have. Like the one thing that I would collect every version of is the Black Series helmets. So every Black Series helmet that comes out, I'm going to purchase. Do you have all of the ones that have come out before now? All but one. Really? So I'm missing one? Kylo Ren, which okay. is like the in the first line. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of people say it's the worst one. So I'm kind of glad that's the one I'm missing. Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of need it to complete the collection. I kind of needed to complete yeah. the collection. And, I get that. um, the problem with that one is the only place I can find it is for people who are selling it cause they know it's gone and they're selling it for like 250 bucks when it was originally like 120, you know? Yeah. So that's how it goes. Which I'm sure I think is. that's one thing I've definitely learned about collecting is if there's something that comes out that you you know you're gonna really want either now or in the future, yeah. like just buy it now, yeah, because it'll be way more expensive later. And and sometimes you know you're like, because that's what I tell myself. It's like yeah, it's, it'll be more expensive later, so just get it now. Right. And then there's always that time where it's not, and it goes on sale, and you're always really mad. Like yeah. The Poe Dameron one. That's true. <laughs> I guess nobody wanted that one when it came out for for Last Jedi, which I guess also could have to do with a lot of people who did not like the last Jedi, but I bought that one the day it came out on triple or on force Friday. It wasn't triple at the time, but, uh, 80 bucks, you know, and then I can still go to Ross today and find it, you know, listed somewhere for 35. Oh, it's dang. Like, oh, yeah. That hurts tough. a little bit. Well, I think the really, you know, a really cool thing about collecting as well is once you start a collection, and you start showing it to people and people know about it, people will buy you things. They'll, oh, give, yeah. they'll give you things. And I've definitely noticed that with my Lego passion is people, they'll text me or message me all the time and say, hey, I saw this set and I thought of you. Do you have this one? And I think that's a really cool thing too. Well, to an extent, that is, with Lego, I can see that being the case. With Star Wars, it's a little different. That's true. It's kind of funny, and this is gonna sound like tons of stuff. right. It's gonna sound like I'm complaining. I'm yeah. not complaining about Star Wars right. gifts because I love every Star Wars gift I've ever received, but it's totally different because I feel like when you're an adult, you know the things you want are the action figures, the displays, the collectibles. Other adults who don't understand your passion don't really know what that's about. So when they think, oh, this person really loves star wars so i'm gonna get him something star wars for christmas they'll buy you like the darth vader shampoo they'll buy you the darth vader <laughs> shampoo they'll buy you a mug yeah, yeah. I, I love mugs but i've got 
over 50,000 different Star Wars mugs. I love them all. <laughs> but it's like nobody's going to buy me a Lock Series, you know, figure because they don't know what that is. Nobody, you know, right. they're going to, my parents, bless them. And you probably already have it anyway. Right. They, they've kind of stopped buying me Star Wars things for Christmas. But when they do, it's something like cufflinks, which I love, or it's like something that I wouldn't spend my money on for Star Wars. I would spend it on other things. But they don't know because they don't know what to get me. They don't know what I what I need. So, in your opinion, what has been the greatest, um, or not, maybe not the greatest, because it's pretty easy to say, like, the, you know, collectible um, Millennium Falcon or something like that, but yeah. what, what would you say is your favorite or you think is the, uh, you know, has the biggest place in your heart for, as far as, like, a, a line of Star Wars? Like, there's the original 1999 um, and then they kind of rebooted that recently. Yeah. Um, there's the Clone Wars era. Like, is there a certain time period that you kind of gravitate to the most with Star Wars Legos? Um, you know, I think that they're like, for me, it's not as much about like the line, but like the specific sets. Okay. So there are definitely some particular sets that I think are really cool. Um, I think it was 2011. They came out with a um, a motorized ATAT Walker. Oh, really? and again at the time I was like still living at home and didn't have money for that. But was that large? Like, was it supposed to be to scale? Yeah, to... it's it's like this big. Really? So, oops. Yeah, like about that big. Um, I didn't even know about that one. Last year, Lego. Oh, which one I'll was find it? Find it. Um, so yeah, that that scale, motorized walking ATAT is definitely one that I would really love to have in my collection. Um, they also made an Ewok Village set. Yes. That's pretty massive. Yes, and I've seen that and, that's, and I've that's heard pretty a lot. Cool. That's one of my dream ones, too. Yeah. Um, again, space. Man, I don't yeah. know where I put that. One yeah. of these days I'm going to have to get a much bigger office. Totally. So that's one that I'd like to have someday. So um, one thing I've noticed about just going over your apartment um, is you kind of have your cabinet, right, well, which will be like your centerpieces of like your current favorite build so yeah do you rotate that frequently or is it just kind of whatever's newest because i know you you don't have the space um to put everything out like, i have like three shelves that i have like a displays on so yeah. not a ton of space so yeah i just kind of rotate out um the, the newest sets i have or the i guess the most exclusive like the specialized sets yeah um, do you ever do something for like like seasonally like um well, yeah, well, so the Stranger Things one, for example, yeah, you know, it has both the real world, I guess, and then the upside and the down. Upside down right. And so for Halloween, I switched it over to the upside down. Okay. And I have a Hagrid's Hut Lego that I got recently that has a bunch of pumpkins. Yeah. So I put some pumpkins in there too. Okay. So, you know, got the pumpkins and Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, and then Harry Potter, there's a graveyard, a graveyard set. Um, for when Voldemort like put the sticker on that one. <laughs> rises, yeah, yeah, totally. And so I built that one. So I mean, I definitely do things like that for Christmas time. I have my Hogwarts, a Christmas Hogwarts. So I get like the the batting, the cotton batting stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. And make like snow and that's put, awesome. Yeah, so stuff like that. So do you do things like that with your Lego photography? Like, do you try to set the scene? Um, or do you just, is it more like a product shot, right? Where here's what you're going to get if you purchase this. Um, 
I, t I try to have a little bit of a mixture. Yeah. So I'll always have a shot for like the minifigs and then a shot with the built set in the box. But then I also like to make little little tiny scenes. So for example, the, the friend set that came out recently, it has, um, Rachel has like an angry face and, ha and Ross kind of has like a, a surprised face, I guess. So I like made a little scene of them drinking coffee together and yeah. like having this argument. That's what it looks like. So, you know, <laughs> I like to have some fun with it. Um, definitely like to set a scene. So It's interesting to me how toy companies have evolved, right? So yeah. children, they don't really play with toys anymore, do they? Like, they play with video games and on the iPad. Yeah. And sure. So it's fun to see things like... Uh, the Friends edition. That's not for kids. No. What what kid is you know watching uh, a very much adult show from the nineties? It's it's the kid. It's the guys that grew up on that, and then you know they're now our age or older, and they see the Friends and they're like, oh, I've got to have that. It's two of my favorite things to put together: Lego and Friends. Exactly, and that set was actually like sold out for like weeks. Right. I mean, it it sold out immediately, and then it got restocked and then sold out again and they, like, they do the same thing with star wars right yep they are doing you know the retro and the vintage sets now because it appeases the collectors yeah and same thing with these helmets that i collect they you know they're way too big for kids <laughs> oh yeah they're way too big for me probably and, too heavy too right right um and as a kid i would be overjoyed to receive one but that's not who they're making them for right and i kind of like that it's cool definitely has the nostalgia yeah brings you back to childhood but then it's like better than childhood so right it's cool like i wish i had these when i was like when i was a kid yeah but at the same time you're also looking at things and like oh why aren't they making these for kids now and it's kind of sad to see you know like oh there's no he-man like there used to be there's no right you know definitely evolves the interesting thing too is like even when something is you know sort of plain colors like gray or brown right lego will like hide colorful bricks inside yeah so i think i thought that was odd i was doing that with the um the y-wing and the yeah. x-wing that i have it's so weird to the little detail they'll put into things you won't even see at the end when you yeah. finish the product like they build an engine inside and then they cover it up with a casing it's like i'm not, yep. I'm not gonna see that <laughs> They actually came out with a Harley Davidson motorcycle recently. Oh, really? And the motorcycle has an engine, and the engine has little pistons that go up and down. See, it's that detail that I think is just like so as cool. the wheel turns, it turns, you know, a chain, and it literally turns these pistons up and down. Really? But of course, you can't see that. So, it's cool. That that is awesome. It's just super detailed. So, Calvin, the other thing I want to talk to you about, which really has nothing to do with Lego, well, it has. A segue, I guess, into Lego. Um, Did I start that? Yes, if you'll put the sticker on that. Uh, but it's another passion of yours, and I'm just curious as your friend to get an update on it, um, and that is Volkswagen Bugs. Okay. Um, so you have a Lego version of it, don't you? I do. Okay. Yeah, there's a... That actually came out with two. It's kind of interesting, to me at least. Yeah. Uh, so Lego decided they wanted to start doing, like, car sets. And so they did, like, a vote and just tried to find out what people would be most interested to see. As just, a, like, any as car, a car or, like, yeah. vintage, like, yeah. Mustangs and, yeah. And so the, the most popular by far was the Volkswagen Beetle. Really? The really old version. 
um, like the 1969, I think. Yeah. Charlotte or something like that. And so that was the first car set. And then I really wanted that set, but it was $100 when it came out. And I was a kid and I was like, oh, there's no way I can afford that. So you even had this, this passion for Beatles as a kid. Well, I guess I got my Beatle. I started rebuilding it when I was 11. So okay. I was probably like 12 or 13 when the set came out. I'd be a kid. <laughs> yeah. So they came out with a second one after they'd done a bunch of cars. Uh, it's sort of like a California, like, beachy style bug. So it comes with a surfboard and a little cooler on top, and that's the that's the Lego bug I have. The Baja edition? Yeah. Okay. So. And you, fun. so you have, or had, do you still have your Baja Beetle? I, I do. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you've recently purchased a new one. Is that I did. correct? I did. This yeah. is where I wanted to catch up with you because I, <laughs> okay. I haven't seen it. Did you bring it today? Actually, I didn't bring it oh, today. Dang, you brought no. the Mazda. Yeah, I brought the Mazda. <laughs> I'll have to show you in the daylight. Yeah, but yeah, That's it's actually it? it's really pretty. It's called a Dune, so it's it's definitely not an off road car by any means, but it's supposed to sort of harken back to the Baja Beetles right. of the seventies, like mine. Um, so it has a little bit more aggressive um, uh, suspension, a little bit cooler uh, fenders and bumpers. has a really unique paint. It's called Sandstorm Yellow, and it has customized interior. So That's awesome. It's really cool. Okay, I'm having struggles here. Legos are pretty self-explanatory, but every once in a while you need an expert to yeah. <laughs> fix your mistakes there. That's my job when I build them with my wife. I just... Yeah, make sure you're, things. You're the clampener. I'm, I'm the clamper. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, cool stuff. It's a fun car that I'll let you, I'll let you take it for a spin. Yeah. Is it? It's pretty is it fast a too. Automatic or? Uh, uh so stick? this per I wanted this particular model. I've wanted one since 2016. Yeah. So um, unfortunately they don't make it in stick shift in oh, the U.S. Man. They did make it in Europe in stick, so it is automatic, but it has the auto manual, so you can. Oh okay. It's it's fun. Well, that's good for Kim, I guess, because you're. Yeah. Does she drive manual? Uh, she doesn't. Oh, yeah. That's same. I started teaching her, but to never finish. So it's good. All right. I need some stickers here. Awesome. Love stickers. On the Darth Vader castle, you know the platform where Vader meets Krennic. Yes. So it's just this really big round, like Lego disc, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like this but bigger. And there's just one huge sticker, and I was like so stressed about <laughs> like that's the one I'm gonna screw up just or right. Get a bubble. I in ended it. up getting it really, really good. So yeah. I was like, yeah. that's awesome. And I noticed with these, they don't like they don't bubble weird. They don't have like weird creases. Like they're pretty quality stickers. Yeah. They're really nice. That's the thing with like all my old school um, Kenner vehicles and things is the stickers are all just yeah. shot. Le I think Lego definitely designs everything to last. Yeah. So right now they're working on um, plant-based Legos. And so... What does this look like? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> So like all the all the new Lego sets now that have any plants like little ferns or trees or anything yeah like they're they're made from plants like recycled plants oh really so they're trying to integrate that into their like hard plastic bricks as well yeah um 
but they're having kind of a hard time right now. But their goal is, I think, by like 2030 to have all their bricks like made from plants. Really? So, kind of cool. Would they be... Do I don't know if they'll be, be as durable. You don't want them to be decomposable, too. Like. <laughs> right. And that's that's what they're working on because they're built to last. Yeah. So They're a great company. That, um, that great Netflix documentary series, The Toys That Made Us, that Lego one is one of my favorite episodes yeah. aside from the Star Wars Kenner one. So cool. Definitely have a cool history. Look through over. What do we got? Yeah, these are fun. Yeah. <laughs> so my biggest problem um, is I am slightly colorblind. So trying to figure out what the color is on the instruction matching with the color on here can be rough. Yeah. And uh, Calvin many a times has helped me figure out what belongs where mm. because I struggle with that. <laughs> It's tough, especially with those older Lego sets. Yeah. Like, the instructions were printed so poorly. It's hard to tell. The cool thing with these ones is they have this little, um, uh, what's it called? It's, it's the, uh, here. What's this called again? Oh, the barcode or, like, the scanning? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that's called. Anyway, you can scan it, and then the instructions can be on your phone. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I, that happened to me, um... On my snow speeder, I think I brought it over to your house once. Yeah, to build it. <laughs> and we didn't end up building it that day. And I left the instructions. You left the instruction manual. Yep. Um, and so I just looked it up online, and they were all there. And yep. I didn't have to drive to your house to go get them. That is really nice. That's this one, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. I, you know, what? I have that set too. That was an older set I had. Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah. So that's one of I believe that's one of the twentieth or twenty anniversary uh -huh. um, ones. I think it yeah, was mine's really old. That one that came with a because like I was saying, they come with that mini fig. That's the old yeah, style. Yeah, with the yellow face. Mine came with the Lando, which does not have a yellow face. <laughs> um, and I thought that was an odd choice, seeing a snow speeder coming with Lando. But uh, there it is. It's kind of cool. That's cool. Little mini fig there. It's really interesting to see the progression of the mini figures. Yeah. Because they used to be like super basic. Like this this hair piece was used for like Obi-Wan and Luke. Mm -hmm. Just different colors. And you know they all had that generic smile. <laughs> and now they're just really customized which is awesome. Here's where we're getting to the turrets here. Oh nice. Can... They use those telescopes and the, uh, the lightsaber piece mm -hmm. for like so many different things. It's like the perfect connector piece. All right, we're starting to Coming have together. an ATST here. It looks like. Well, and I'm the reason I was also really excited to purchase this one and see how it comes together is it's such a tough design. Like in my Kenner version, like the way the legs come back and round to like get it to function properly. So I was interested to see how Lego, Lego, how Lego was going <laughs> to tackle that. Um, you can see how that I like that together. nice little sound that it makes. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah, hold it up to the mic and do that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so this is actually going to turn out mechanical. a little smaller than I expected, I think, but we will see, which is good because I don't have a ton of space to put it with the rest of my Mando stuff. I did clear a little corner of it out just for this build. All right, we're That'll on to bag awesome. three. Sweet.
that's an interesting piece. Oh yeah. Never seen one of those before. Cool. Legos started using a lot more of these like Technic pieces that yeah. have like the pins and stuff. They're super strong. I don't know if you've seen that um, huge Star Destroyer Lego set. I have, yeah. That's one of the Ultimate Collector series. Mm -hmm. Same as Million Falcon. It has a bunch of these Technic pieces on the inside, just kind of like reinforcing everything. It's pretty That's cool. awesome. Yeah, I've noticed they've become a lot more like mobile too like they've become like full-fledged toys not just like statues right so they can have a lot of moving pieces things swivel things shoot things yeah know. did that do you feel like it's always been the case with lego or do you think it used to be more like only the wheels move type of thing um i feel like some things have always like trap doors i feel like used to be really big with lego yeah like in the castles and stuff yeah yeah in the castles and all those sets but um, yeah, I think they've definitely improved things. Mm. Like those little shooters. I'm kind of surprised you don't have a Slave 1. The Yeah, the Lego? Yeah. I saw one at Walmart the other day. I was do so the, tempted to buy it. do have the anniversary like 100 one. 100 bucks, 120 Yeah. Yeah. Those are pricey. Yeah, it's I mean, I'm willing to spend money on them, but the problem is, like, there comes to be a point where it's like oh, it's stupid little hair where it becomes very expensive mm -hmm. <laughs> well it has to be in my opinion the one you need for your collection right rather than just ones you think are cool so label one would be awesome but it doesn't necessarily fit in my collection um anywhere so because i wasn't really planning on collecting a lot of star wars legos but i think that's kind of changed like i want to collect more star wars legos yeah um but the reason i bought this one is because i had like a spot for it i wanted something to go with like the other mandalorian, mandalorian stuff right yeah and it's like the first of its line and it was triple force friday and i still had some money left over because i had saved a certain amount spend on that day uh, basically whatever like sales incentives i got at work that i could add to it so hey that's awesome i decided to pick this one up it's definitely a good one for your collection yeah it's cool and i'll probably get the snap wexley a-wing again or not again but get that one at what i was tempted to get just because i do have all the other rebel type ships mm -hmm. um i don't have an a-wing at all but. when you um look into getting your next set you should check out the lego website because they do they do promotions and stuff all the time yeah like i think right now if you sign up for like lego texts or something you get like a free bb-8 oh really like a little mini bb-8 which is kind of cool so i need to collect more of the figs too yeah but the thing is is they have like custom figs right. um like my favorite one i have and i don't know did okay you could tell me because you're the lego guy did lucasfilm or not lucasfilm but did lego produce like a lot of these weird little characters like this max rebo it's like my favorite minifig but what set did that come with you know what i mean i got that at a convention or did people make knockoff heads and yeah that's knockoff <laughs> costumes and stuff so lego always has a lego step somewhere on it oh okay so you'll notice like 
in the very base of her head it says Lego. Okay. The very top of the head says Lego. Even like the top of that says Lego. So this one doesn't have anything on the top there. Nothing inside. This so is yeah, a fake probably... minifig. <laughs> I was taken for a fool. No, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's cool. That's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rubber. <laughs> it sounds like rubber. It sounds like rubber, yeah. Lego does do some rubber ones, but not very many. But... <laughs> that's funny. That's Max Rebo, though. He's my favorite character from Star Wars, so I had to get really? his thought. Yeah. Is, yeah. He in the, is he in the cantina? No, he, what, so, what does he, do? I don't even he plays the Red yet. Ball organ, so he's that guy right there, I don't know if you can see on my, thing. okay, yeah, so he's, um, the, part of the Max Rebo band who plays in Jabba's Palace in, um, oh. Return of the Jedi, so. sorry, that's all good, I might not be, I'm like back in here, all the time. dang it, sorry, it's just the, so what's being built is in frame is all that really matters, right? yeah, um, well that's interesting, so what, why is he your favorite? It's kind I just, he's just obscure. a fun little weirdo. He's, he's just this like, little blue elephant. That, yeah. <laughs> just like the shape and the, the look of him, I guess. Right. Yeah. The he design. doesn't like have any dialogue or anything, right? No, he doesn't. And I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Because, you know, for me, Star Wars is a very like, personal thing. Like, some people will gravitate to, like, what's cool, right? Like, oh, Boba Fett's the coolest character. He's my favorite because he's got the coolest costume. Or Luke Skywalker's great because... I relate to him, you know, for his journey. To me, it's just whatever I have memories with. Like, my favorite movie is Return of the Jedi, because it's the very first movie I saw in theaters in 1997, the re-release for my brother's birthday party. Um, my favorite toy is uh, Bib Fortuna, um, Power of the Force 2 edition, <laughs> um, because when my brother had that same party where we went and saw Return of the Jedi, he got all these awesome action figures from my grandparents and he let me choose one or not choose one he let me have one and it was the bib fortuna because it was the ugliest one he didn't let me play with luke or leia or um han he was okay you can have this ugly bib fortuna <laughs> was mine and so that's my favorite action figure that's um, funny and so i think with with max rebo he's my favorite character in general because um i had a friend a while back that i worked with who was an, another Star Wars fan, and we would always quote that uh, quote from the Robot Chicken specials, which I don't know if you've seen those, but basically Robot Chicken does a bunch of parodies of different scenes, and they do a couple with Max Rebo, and they give him this weird, like, jazzy voice, and he's like, oh man, I gotta get to the gig, man! <laughs> he was just so funny, and we would quote that all the time, and so I guess that was just kind of like a cool memory. That's super fun. I had, and so... Max Rebo just always was like one of the funniest characters to me, even though he never said anything, but just other people making fun of him, doing the weird voices. I, uh, yeah. I just love him. Just, I just love him. Anything Max Rebo that I find, I will buy. And I like things that are like subtle Star Wars, you know, where it's not like in your face, like, oh, rebellion, I rebel, like those type of t-shirts. I like things that are like, oh, visit Tatooine, you know, <laughs> just like weird little things that are subtly Star Wars are really fun to me. Yeah, that's really fun. We're coming along great with this thing, as you can see. We've got ourselves a little bit of a ATST going on. It's almost done. It's almost done. And it is getting late, guys. It's getting super late. We're wrapping her up. Okay. Second side's going on. Oh, it's doing kind of panel at a time? Yep. Panel at a time. Awesome. And it just, like, I don't know if you can see, it kind of just slips right on there. Yeah. 
pretty cool. That is cool. Very nice. So you can see what we have so far. Okay, <laughs> now all we need is the roof and we're done. Boom. This thing is ready to destroy. Yeah, I remember we were talking about it was so long ago. I know. There's <laughs> <laughs> something good I wanted to ask you too. I can't even remember what it was. Good content that you're missing out on. Um, oh well. Guys, format your SD cards prior to shooting and make sure that there's plenty of memory. When you post videos, do you get comments from people? Not usually. I don't have very many viewers. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> You have a pretty good following, uh, though. How many people do you? Yeah, I've have got followed? I think twenty three. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's bad. Maybe it's your Instagram that has a ton. Uh, yeah, my Instagram does have a ton. Okay. Not, a, I mean, not a ton, like twelve hundred, which is not a ton, but it's. I mean, that's way decent. more than I have. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super trying to get a bunch either, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you like post links to your videos on Instagram? I try. Instagram's hard for that because you can you like you can't post, post a link like in a, a preview? post. Yeah, you can kind of do that, but you can't post a link to it. You have to have like link in my bio type of thing. Gotcha. So they don't let you really post videos. You can post videos on it like not as a link like you can Facebook, but you can post videos and it's called Instagram TV. But I don't want people watching on Instagram. I want people watching on YouTube, right? Right. <laughs> so For sure. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see how many views we get for this. Probably like our wives. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how long it is. If they are kind enough to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's funny. I've been receiving um, text messages because uh, I'm looking for another host for I for the Star Wars podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I posted something on Instagram for like people in my area who wanted to be a part of it. And a lot of my friends were like, well, why didn't you just text me directly? Oh, why didn't you tell me? Why I'll do it. And none of them are like Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> like um, my friend who is my business partner in uh, uh, another company I co-own, um, he texted me. He's like, dude, I'll do it. Let's Let's get going. Like, if you can tell me who any, like, CO Bibble, like, uh, Bib Fortuna, I don't care. You tell me who one of those people are, <laughs> then, uh, then yeah, you can do it. Didn't quite pass didn't, the test. Didn't quite pass the test, no. Okay. You, yeah. Well, that's okay. Wedge and Tillies. There's an easy one for him. I don't think you could tell me who that is. It's a... It's a pilot, right? It is a pilot. A yeah, pilot? good job. Good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wedge is I a pilot. Be a Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe if you want to, yeah. You can delve deep into Star Wars. I don't know, man. I don't know if I know that much. I feel, like you, I feel like you need someone as hardcore as you. You need someone. I need no. someone who can dedicate an hour a week. That's <laughs> what I need. Yeah. Which can be difficult. So. This thing is coming along. It is coming along. You doing the hatch there on the top? Yep. That's cool. So. Dead air. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's fun. I really like the way they kind of like clicked, clicked this in. Whoop. Yeah, that's really fun. 
We are almost there, folks. Just a few more bricks. So you asked me kind of like after I finish my Harry Potter collection, what will I do? What What's your next step in your Star Wars collection? So, yeah, main focus is, is probably going to be the helmets. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to back off collecting Star Wars a little bit. I, I really like getting into the kind of the weirdos, you know? Like I told you, anything anything Max Rebo, I'll buy. Uh, a couple of Bib Fortunas. Like I saw a Bib Fortuna Funko at Star Wars Celebration, and I had to have that right away because mm -hmm. it has my name all over it. Um, anything like Obi-Wan, I will probably still collect. Um, I'm still going to get that Obi-Wan Black Series um He's like his armored Clone Wars armor, Boba Fett. It's the same as that one you're seeing over there with that uh, hot toy. Okay. Uh, or not hot toy, but uh, sideshow collectible. Um, but it's a small scaled down figure. That's um, the that's the costume you wore to, to Fanex, right? Yeah, that's the uh, no no the one I wore to um, Fanex was um, was like the Mythos Obi Wan. Right. Which gotcha. I would love to collect that, but again, that's pretty expensive. It's like two or three hundred dollars just for the one figure. Um, so. Wow. We'll see about that. But yeah, I don't really have a focus right now in my collection. Just more things that make me happy. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that sounds good to me. And probably more Legos. I have enjoyed the Legos a lot more as they get better and they look more displayable than they have been in the past. Yeah, for sure. So, so someday you'll get that $800 one too, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I get enough followers on... <laughs> Or people watch these, and we so actually Lego can sponsor you. <laughs> do, well, not Lego can sponsor me, but if we could get more viewers, and I actually makes sense financially to to act, to purchase one, then yeah, for sure, I'll be buying every Lego and doing a build that would be awesome. with every Lego. Okay, I think that's about it. Boom! There she is, and she even has the what I call the eyebrows of the ATST, <laughs> which are the little flaps that uh, come up in the front there. We'll turn that towards the camera and we'll see. Boom. There you have it, guys. We just load up the cannons and then we're done. As they say on Hot Wings, 540 pieces up, 540 pieces down. Uh, something like that. I don't know. But <laughs> I think this is looking pretty cool. It's going to be a great addition to my collection. But I got a spot picked out for it. I'll put a little... Uh, that flash open i'll let calvin show the show you guys the ins and out on what this thing can do what the uh, mechanics are so what cool features does this one have you notice as you're putting it together well um it has this little uh sort of dial in the back so you can turn the cabin all the way around and shoot pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to do pews. um has the little launchers right here on the sides so you just press down oh okay Oh. And it launches. Where's that coming out of? From through the front there? Yeah, oh, just, yeah. just on the front. There are these two. That's awesome. It's kind of... Oh, and it's already falling apart. We lost <laughs> our gunner. Yeah, so the guns on the sides rotate. The guns on the front rotate. The eyebrow pieces you talked about rotate. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hatch opens, and you can open the, the whole top. Shebang. And then, I don't know if you can kind of see into there, but you've got the cabin with some controls. Uh, a seat and then that comes right back on top well that's awesome okay well there we have it the ATST 
uh, Raider from the new Mandalorian series, which we are both very excited to watch. You're, you're gonna. Like I'm, Disney I'm Plus, so right? excited. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're a big so Disney excited. guy. You're gonna get Disney, Disney Plus either way. So that's gonna be awesome. Um, we're really excited to see this thing in action. I mean, we know what an ATST can do, but I'm interested to see why these characters have it in the first place, and uh, what the Mandalorian is gonna have to do to. Uh, take it down would be my guess so thanks so much for watching guys thank you calvin for coming and building this with me thanks for inviting me any excuse to get together and play legos i'm I, i'll I be there do. so <laughs> I, yeah i'll give you a call i love doing this um if you want to you know again shout out your instagram if, or whatever you're doing yeah if you'd like to follow me it's it's built by calvin on instagram he's got some cool stuff i check out i love his instagram because it's not just like what other whatever legos are happening it's just like a cool collections of weird ones you don't even know are going to come into existence like disney rides and stuff or like uh what was the the tron one Is the, that the tron one uh yeah. toy story i didn't even know they toy made story. legos for things like this so yeah it's fun to see pretty wide collection even if you're just a star wars fan it's cool to see all the little stuff you have in there so and hopefully you'll have some more i'll add star more star wars, wars sets yeah up, so. i have another couple coming up so. cool awesome are you gonna do have you done a post already for the castle or are you doing not yet soon? i'm working on that right now okay yeah. awesome so maybe one of this is posted it'll be there yeah but, sounds good okay, okay. well thanks, thanks everybody us. see ya bye Ha, ha, ha.